Hello. Holy smoke, it is December 5th. I don't even know when I last. Has it been two weeks? Three weeks? Good lord. November 21st was the last one, so not too bad. We just got our first real dump snowfall. You can hear something outside grading it for the parking lot. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know if it's the renters or just they're not ready, but... Snow removal has not been a priority this year, in the least. Um, but on a good note, I I can't remember if I talked about this last time. I've had them for a while, but I got a set of those kind of pull-on um, ice snow grips that have the spikes. I know there's a few different variations of them, but um, they're... I think online they were always like 20, 30, 40, and even some more expensive ones. And then, of course, my work has the perpetual fans of Costco <laughs> that work there, and they're always, we're going there, we'll get it for you. And everything is so, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't want to go to that place. It sounds like chaos, but <clears throat> uh, it they have everything so dirt cheap. I remember one time the one lady that goes out there, I think once a week, it's like her weekend thing. Um, I had said in passing at work that I was out of vitamin D and they were like, oh, well, we'll grab it for you. And so, of course, they go to Costco and the next week they're like, oh, here you owe me. It was like 10 bucks or maybe 15. And they handed me this like insanely gigantic bottle of vitamin D and it wasn't even... Like, it was a low dosage or whatever. I never know what unit vitamin D actually comes in. It's actually a good question. Uh, vitamin D unit. What is that? The SI unit for vitamin D is... I don't know what that means. <laughs> the unit. Anyways... It was the good, like, amount. Because you can get, like, it's IUs or something. I can't remember. But you could, when you find stuff on sale, anyways, I'll not be distracted. Um, it normally is a lesser dosage or amount per pill or whatever. And these were the full-blown ones and, like, I don't even know how many hundreds for like 10 or 15 bucks. It's insane. I get Costco. I just, I'm unwilling to deal with that insanity and chaos. So, and it's like they rebuilt a new one that's like way, way out of town. And so, yeah, laziness and the desire not to run into people <laughs> now. But anyways, back to the shoe thing. Um, so, <clears throat> I remember hearing some work people, once again, talking about Costco. Popular subject, I guess, <laughs> when there's not much going on. And the really good kind of shoe grips. The, the only way I've been able to do, describe them to people at least my age and older, because I don't think I see those things anymore. They were called rubbers. And gentlemen like when they went out to church or to whatever gatherings, if they had nice dress shoes, which isn't a thing as much anymore, they would pull these rubbers 
they called them, over their shoes when they went out into rainy or snowy or maybe not snowy, but just to keep your shoes like unblemished, I guess. And so these um, grips look like one of those, but not a complete covering. And then they have what looks like, to me, these little spikes in the bottom that look like what golf shoes have, like the tiny cleats, not big ones. And so I got a pair of those and I've used them a few times and it's pretty neat because when you're running on snow and ice, like I think it's been since I recorded my last one, I probably talked about this, Um, the first kind of half-assed rain slash freeze snowfall that we had of course my first day out I go to hit the crosswalk button and fall on my ass in front of everyone at a major intersection and so right away I was like okay whoever's going out buy me some of these things and so I got them and even just because I run two three four excuse me times a week now it's probably a good investment especially since they're only like 15 bucks out there once again everything out there is dirt cheap for some reason they probably buy a million of them and keep them in the back and every year bring them out whatever (laughs) so i use those when i went running and it's amazing because you don't slip and slide and you dig right in but then you get trucking along and it's really good but then at least around here, the bike path, the city is really good at keeping it clean. And so then it's really weird because then you get onto the sections that are completely clean and just normal pavement. And then you're like clicking and grading along on those walking on these metal spikes. Um, and even heard one of the other people in my jogging group say that they bent a couple of the metal spikes because it's meant for being on softer ground or on ice. So now it's like, you can't have the best of both worlds, right? You're either running on pavement and you don't need them or you're running on crappy terrain and then they're really good to have. Oh, furnace. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, it was weird because then once I had them on, I went for a few runs and then I almost learned to like when a patch of the path came up that was cleaned really well, you'd almost want to kind of veer off to just the edge of it or the side of it and keep running on where it was slick because then you had the grip because then you almost go back to having crappier grip when it's smooth so it's weird I enjoy having them so it'll be a good thing to dig out because now it officially has dumped and I think it's going to be minus 15 celsius minus 20 for the next couple days but man I remember and I was talking about this at work probably who who the fuck else do I talk to um (laughs) that I was used to as a kid you would get upset because and I know I've talked about that on here when I talked about my mom making my Halloween costumes and it was like I'd be devastated when I had to bundle up but it was like Saskatchewan October 31st it's like snow's already hit it was like here we have two seasons and I remember I think it was I was reading an interview with Ivan from Men Without Hats and he was talking about Canada and he said we had two seasons um, winter and mosquitoes <laughs> and that's pretty bang on um, the mosquito thing because it's been more droughty here like 
I think it's been pretty hard for farmers to get things flying out of the gates like they normally do in the spring. And so it hasn't been as, like, I can't think of the mosquitoes being bad now for at least two, three years. So just the moisture hasn't been there. But anyways, um, that's not the point. It's just, I got so used to almost, there was kind of the thaw and then summer and then it would snow at some point. There was never, we never actually got spring and fall to such a degree. And now I can think maybe three of the last seven years, December's have been good. Like even, I think it was seven years ago, maybe even more now. There was one year where we didn't even have snow until um, the new year. So times are changing. Like I get the whole notion that like everything's kind of, what is it they say? The planet's in a cycle. And so I'm not an expert. So I don't know if we're coming in or an out of an ice age or whatever. Plus all the carbon effects of people and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's made it more mild here. So I don't mind. Even last winter when I was still not super I'm not going to say healthy, but like I was still more injury prone and I wasn't very running very far when I would run. I ran through most of the winter except for one vicious cold snap in February, but then I wasn't running very far because I was hurt (laughs) a lot because I think it was in spring when I finally sought out some physio. So things have been going well with that, but now I got to stay on it. I feel like, and who's I talking to this? I can't remember, but I feel like, at least here, where winter hits hard, there is definitely more of a um, kind of cycle that runners have. And it, because our big, we call it the Queen City Marathon here, um, people, and I think it's in the second week of September, third, somewhere in September. So when it's already cooling off, which is nice because you don't want to run a marathon when it's 33 degrees peak during the day so falls probably for here the best time to have a marathon but i feel like the people here kind of in spring kind of knock off the rust start training and ramping their way up to the 10 the 20 the 40 whatever they're going to run do it and then go into a semi hibernation mode maybe just do weights or something indoors but because when I go running, I don't see one-tenth the faces that I do when I'm running in spring, summer, fall, right? Um, maybe people are on the same schedule. Maybe they're more motivated and get up in the morning in the dark and run. But I just don't see as many. So I'm assuming more people have this kind of ramp up, do it, hibernate. Ramp up, do it, hibernate. Notion about running every year. And I don't... I assume there's always a notion to rest but it's like and muscle has memory i keep hearing that saying right so it's easier to get back to a fitness level that you've had before but it's just why not maintain and keep building i'm saying that now after the first day (laughs) that it's been colder than minus 10 so we'll see um the run club is still going that's nice um the poor lady who organizes it is now stuck with the two old dudes that show up every week because we don't have anything better to do. <laughs> All the, the the fickle weather people aren't coming anymore, and I'm assuming that... Um, I think we started it before the marathon. I can't remember. But you're going to have 
like I said, the people that are in that kind of ramp up quit cycle. And then I think just in winter, people are just not going to be engaged to go outside at all. Plus, it's on Saturday at 8 in the morning. And for me, whatever, right? I set an alarm for the sixth day of the week instead of the last one. But that also made now this morning, Sunday, I only slept in. Instead of getting up at 6, I got up at 7. I did tinker with 5.30 for a while, and I just was not... It's. It was better and it was worse because I just was not able to fall asleep to get my the eight hours of rest that I feel that I need um, I can get over the fact that people call me grandpa <laughs> as far as when I'm falling asleep and going to bed between 9 and 10 every night um, anything after 10 I already know the next day is going to be like uh, when I wake up but so 5.30 was good 5.30 was good um, but I just found I wasn't getting to bed soon enough just with what's going on with me, commitments with friends, um, whether I'm parenting or not, all those things. Right. So six seems to be the magic number. I just got to get up and get at it a little sooner. I think, fuck, what is sunrise now? Uh, let's go. Sunrise, not sunruse. Sunrise, sunset. What are the times now? So right now, oh my god. So tomorrow's the sixth. So sunrise, eight forty-four. So I'll be at work for forty-five minutes, and then sunset is four fifty-five. So anyone who works to five, I'm lucky. I get out there at four thirty, but by the time I get home, change and go for a run. It's already sunsetting, and I hate running in the dark. Like, I don't know. It's moderately depressing. Like, there's no romance to running in the evening when it's cold, even though there's cool, like, lamps all the way around the path and everything. So, yeah, it's just... And the extremes, like, we're coming up on the shortest day of the year, which I think is December 21st. Um, So then, let's look up June 21st. So, yeah, and so now I've jumped ahead to what's going to be the longest day of the year next year. So June 21st, 2022, Tuesday, um, sunrise, 4.47 a.m., so an hour and 15 minutes before I get up, and sunset, 9.14, which is, so technically, it's still going to be light out, um, and that's like bedtime. <laughs> but like I just I wish the average was a little bit better like I would I think it would be easier for me to get up and we'll try it to get up at 5 30 because fuck it'll be light out I'm assuming let's see what uh what is the first day of spring March oh it brings up the solstice dates which is pretty sweet so we're already in December. So by March 21st, 2022, sunrise, 7 a.m., sunset, 7.15 p.m. That, and I'm assuming that would also be September 21st, just based on the cycles. Um, that's perfect to me. 
it's light while you're getting up, getting your coffee, getting moving around. A little earlier would be nicer if you do exercise before the jury's still out on that. I would like to get it out of the way, but I also have nothing else going on in the evening, so why not? And then, yeah, 7 p.m. sunset, I guess a little later. I guess a perfect world would be, what, 6 and 8? Yeah, when would that be? Let's go April. Yeah, 6 a.m. and 8. So April, and then the opposite of that would be six months after that. So what would that be? May, June, July, August. So October 21st. Yeah. So April and October are the perfect for me. 6 a.m., 8 p.m., sunrise, sunset. Beautiful. Mm, is that right? Maybe not. Maybe I'm making shit up. Maybe it's only it's August. Yeah, I'm being stupid. <laughs> I'm not doing my thinking of the months properly. Anywho, yes. So I got those awesome things from our runners that's made running in the snow easier. I guess it's the equivalent of getting spikes or chains on car tires because God knows here, and I'm assuming it's anywhere that gets snow, and people in the summer completely forget how to drive on ice every year. And so we have the ring road around the city, and it's my ongoing joke is you grab a drink and you go, of course you wouldn't because it'd be winter, but you go and sit on the side or just find a way to get a good view of this ring road and just sit there and watch and count how many cars hit the ditch going around the corners because everyone has forgotten how to drive on ice. It's ridiculous. I get it. It takes some getting used to, but... I don't know if people just think that it'll kick in and stay like summer for those first few days or what, but the amount of people that hit the ditch is ridiculous and the car accidents and everything. And like, it's just, it's nuts how it's every year. It's not like the city completely reboots with like all brand new people who have never been in a winter. Like I get, I get the odd coworker. We'll get the odd summer student. That's not from around here. Um, (laughs) that aren't used to the weather right I remember when would this have been four or five years ago I ended up being good friends with him Um, he came here from Nigeria and I remember he didn't have the heaviest of coats and we're about a block away from a shoppers so I'm assuming he went there to like go grab a snack or something or drink whatever we're also a block away from Sev so he's at one of those and so I was bundled up in a parka and I zipped out and started walking down the alley to go grab something and he was coming back the other way and he had like this light scarf and not a very heavy jacket on and he was just he looked miserable like he had his hands gripping it around his neck and just no hat on and he just lifted his head up and we weren't the closest to friends yet either so it's so funny because he just looks at me and he goes this is your weather (laughs) and just kind of keeps trudging on down the alley and I don't know I've that is stuck in my head is kind of like that's your introduction like I even remember when was it a couple days ago Thursday yeah I asked one of the young students who's here from India and I'm like how does like when you're young you think you'd want to go to another country and go to one of the cities you've heard of Vancouver Montreal Toronto it's like 
I asked him sincerely, I was like, how the fuck do you end up in Regina? But he said, and I get it now, it's like, he pretty much made it out that the bonuses for going to that university and then the job prospects were better here. And if you're not from here, you don't, you don't have kind of, not even, I guess, word of mouth or just kind of the knowledge of living in a country. And it's like, I couldn't tell you what it's like to live in like Western Ontario or the Maritime Provinces or Northern Quebec or any of this stuff, right? There's, we've all been to the tourist traps. And so I can't even make a good opinion. Like, would it be good to live and go to university in New Brunswick? I don't fucking know. So how would someone outside of the country even have an idea of like, well, it's cheaper to live and the tuition's way lower in Regina and there seems to be a lot of job postings there and so we'll try that out. And it, I'm assuming at no point during this recruitment process, because they want you to come to your university, so hell yeah, let's bring more people on, take on more kids and um, take their tuition money. But it's like, at any point... Do you look where these people are applying from and say, your average temperature never goes below 10 above Celsius. Do you really want to come somewhere where it can clock down to minus 40 for a week in February? And will you enjoy this? And will you own clothes for this? (laughs) Things to think about. They will. My my career as a recruiter just ended. (laughs) Anyway. Have a great week. Um, stay warm. I only think it's supposed to be cold for a couple days here. When the fuck did I become a weatherman? Anyways, <laughs> enough weather talk. Have a good week. Um, stay warm. Have a good Christmas. If I don't pop up again, it's only a 12th. So, ooh, I could do something on Christmas Eve. That would be exciting. Anyways, talk to you soon.